不幸福。Episode you are. I think you might be episode twenty-eight. Crazy, bro. I can't believe I'm already at that. When did you start these? Yeah. Earlier this year, or did you start them last year? Um, I started in February, and I've just been okay. doing one one a week. Yeah, that sounds like reasonable. I remember yeah. you were starting, and you were kind of talking about, "Oh, I'm making a podcast," and then yeah. you kind of. You know, follow me on Instagram, the Flying Intuition account. Oh, yeah, the, yeah. The iconic hot air balloon oh, going yeah. up. Dude, yep, I like it. Yeah, I like it. And was... did you print these sticker, or stickers by yourself and just kind of like... Yeah, I my friend, I had my friend Morgan help me make yeah. them. So, shout out Morgan. I've shouted her out so much yeah. on this podcast, but like... She made, like, my... I, I don't know if you remember, the, like, the original logo, but it was, like, just a hot air balloon. Like, a yeah. like an actual picture yeah. of one. And I, I, I knew I wanted, like, kind of, like, an animated, like, graphically designed mm-hmm. one. And I was, like, Morgan's really the only one that I, that I knew. Like, this last semester was her first semester doing graphic design. Yeah. So even... She wasn't, like, a total expert in it, but... Yeah. She, like, surprised me for my birthday. And it's... It, it, it's iconic. It's like everything I wanted. Yeah. yeah. It's it's iconic. It's a nice design. It doesn't look too complex, but it's not simple. It's just it's just right. Yeah. I would say. Some people like to um, shout me out at KK because there's a there's a sticker in the KK bathroom. Oh, is there really? The, nice. The, uh, for those of you that don't know, KK stands for College Club. It's like a popular bar at UW Madison and. Yeah, I won't say any names, but somehow I got up there. I don't know. I don't know how I got up on the wall. You gotta cement your your flying intuition legacy at all these big bars. Yeah, I know. And just kind of like people throw it in a bathroom, and so they can get some some sponsorship, some, yep. some advertising. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what kind of made you start this podcast? What like influenced you to start interview? Not interviewing, but more just like talking casually to people, trying to get to know. Yeah, know, that's a good question. People. I don't like. I was just kind of listening to. I'm not a huge podcast guy. Like I, I'm, a, I'm actually a big music guy. I got yeah. As we speak, I'm in. We're in. I just moved into my new place with Ryan, Nate, and and Alex, and um, I just moved in, and I got I got my setup. We're in we're in my room right now, and I got my record player and all my records in here. So I'm a, I'm a big music guy for anyone that really knows me at all, but. One day I got like burnt out on the music, and all my friends from back home are like big like Joe Rogan lovers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, like yeah. I just love like I'd like turn on like once with different celebrities or like guys like Elon Musk, just mm-hmm. like super smart dudes and just like very informative. And I liked it, but then I thought like, what if I did this? But like maybe not with celebrities, but just yeah. with like everyday people, you know? Just like kind of like some, you know inside what people are actually thinking and what they're doing yeah just, just like, like they don't regular necessarily people, you know? be popular yeah, yeah i feel like joe rogan always brings on people that are like big names and like i was like that doesn't necessarily have to be the case like 
I feel like when you sit someone down, everyone in some way has like something to say, you know. Everybody does. Yeah. Uh, and it could be boring, could be unique, it could just be, you know, them just kind of talking about their life day to day. Yeah, exactly. You know, it doesn't have to be like extremely special, or the person it doesn't need to be like, you know, known by every single buddy. Like podcasts are for kind of, you know, just getting to casually know and talking through things. You know? Exactly. It's, it's yeah. pretty chill. I, I think it's pretty chill, and I think. Everything that I've seen through, you know, TikTok or Instagram, kind of like seeing those like Pat McAfee, Aaron Rodgers podcast. Yeah, those are awesome. Yeah. Joe Rogan, like you said, uh, the Barstool ones, those are all like famous people. But I mean, I find those interesting just because it's you get these random things going on in people's lives and you hear something new every single day. Like, what the hell is going on? Like, what the fuck are these people, are these people doing? Exactly, There's some yeah. weird stuff going on in this world. And I think podcasts kind of like shed some truth on a lot of things. Yeah. Like for example, you got Aaron Rodgers and me. He's taking Percocets before games. Or Did he like, actually? He's say literally that? on Percocets games a few years ago for a couple of seasons. That's crazy. And he like he said he regrets doing it, but he said I, I don't know if that's show? I don't know if that's legal. I don't know definitely if definitely not. Definitely not. But the NFL is like it's Aaron Rodgers. We don't care. It's it's our money maker. And dude, that's crazy. That is crazy. Dude has been really. In the like, he's just been really in the public eye recently because he's just been. All, I mean, the drama he's caused and uh, Percocets, um, him him possibly leaving the Packers or so much yeah. stuff going on. But he's he's a fun guy to just pay attention to. He's he's kind of a, an icon in the NFL because oh, he just yeah. does some yeah. random stuff. He's very composed. He's a very respected guy, but also he has his own just like shit going on in his yeah. life, which I mean everybody does. It just kind of. It's it's kind of cool to see both ends of the spectrum, seeing like him as a player, but also him as a person, and what kind of things he was doing, and I feel like that's cool for everybody as well. Yeah, I think the NFL struggled because of like with those big stars, like they want they don't want to like constrict them too much because then the fans will get mad. Yeah. And I know with like the whole like vaccine thing when Aaron like kind of like, that, refused that too, it, yes. like, NFL kind of like let it slide it seemed yep, like because he was like a star but for like other people that weren't as popular like nfl was putting the smackdown yeah him, you, know? you can even see it with deshaun watson how he's only getting 11 games yeah. and then you got kelvin That's ridley crazy. kelvin ridley you made i think it was a hundred or something thousand dollar bet on the falcons last year which is his own team but he got suspended for a whole season at least so it just shows that the nfl doesn't know how to weigh punishments yeah then you got like kareem hunt Tyreek Hill, domestic violence people are still back playing today. And it's confusing. I don't know what they're trying to do. I don't know. It's really kind of shocking. And, I mean, I, I love the NFL, but that kind of leaves a bad taste in my mouth as yeah. a fan, seeing that those guys who commit those, you know. Especially Deshaun. Like, how many girls yeah. came out and, like, said? Granted, Deshaun doesn't, you know, factual technically, so they don't want to be giving him something he doesn't technically deserve no legally. Like legally, proof, yeah. legally, they don't know he was, you know, not guilty. But you still got to give the guy something because there's so many allegations to where some of this has to be somewhat true, but you just don't know how much. Yeah. And yeah, it's hard. It's hard to dictate what's right for players and what's not. And um. It, it even goes on to like college football too. You, uh, you know, Quintez Cephas yeah. went to Madison. He was like wrongfully convicted of sexual assault and he was not guilty. Really? But he got suspended for the full year at Madison and almost got uh, expelled. 
but then now he's actually like has a career so it just depends like some people lie about it some people don't i mean obviously like no one likes to no one enjoys seeing like sexual assault you know stuff going on yeah. in the league and all that but it's crazy because there's a lot of stuff to figure out and who's whose fault was it was it actually did it actually happen but yes i agree deshaun watson is in the wrong but they just can't technically suspend him for long enough because yeah. they don't technically know but i guess that's I, a good point yeah. i i just i mean it's he, he should get longer but it is what it is it, 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 it is what it is yeah but are you excited to be back in madison you, oh 100 percent, dude i think it's it's good to have the last ride here yeah this one's gonna be busy for me this year. I mean, as you can tell, I don't. I just. I feel like whenever I come home, I'm like always doing something yeah. or going somewhere. You guys are always like, "Where's Jeremy?" <laughs> yeah, I know. Like the first two weeks, I mean, I guess I was kind of back and forth from Milwaukee to here. But I remember I I saw you a little bit, but you're kind of like you're working and you're doing that. Yeah, know? and you'll you'll see that throughout the rest of the school year. I'm always always like to like keep busy and yeah. always do stuff. That's a downside for me, though. I Sometimes I, like, forget to, like, just, like, take a breather every yeah. now and again, you know? But the, yeah. the podcast like this, it makes it nice because I can kind of do that, like, while I'm talking to people. It's, like, almost, like, therapeutic for me. It's honestly, I agree. It's just kind of a... I feel like going into, like, a room, just relaxing, you got, like, a friend there just kind of, yeah. like, casually talk to, watch TV, play some video games. It's always just a brain, like, stress reliever because... Yeah. I feel like us as college kids, a lot of stuff just gets blown over, you know, but college is hard, living on your own, kind of adapting to, you know, school, hard classes, um, schedule, everybody's kind of working part-time here and there, like somewhat in the summer too, so it's just a lot to manage, yeah. and planning for your future, trying to figure out what you want to do, being, being young is hard. It could it's, be overwhelming. Yeah, it's overwhelming, because... It always seems like a race, and I I hate to say it, but, like, I think of it that way, but I really shouldn't think of it that way. Like, we're all kind of trying to figure out who we are, and I think like we have so much time, but, like, part of me is, like, I need to get here fast. But yeah, what do you just, mean by just, race, I guess? Like, because everybody is kind of... A lot of people like to compare each other to people, like, based yeah. on, you know, who's doing better, who's doing, you know, not so good, um you know based on achievements or where you're at where you're at in life and i think it needs to be more of patience at this time from like 20 to 30 i feel like it's more time just to explore who you are and try to figure it out because people make career changes all the time you could be 25 and all of a sudden be like i don't want to be you know a lawyer and just quit and then you have so much time to become somebody in business you can go into sales you can go into you know even go back to school do engineering there's so many things you can do um, you can even do like, I don't know, there's so many things out in the world that you can make money from yeah. and try to like enjoy and live a life. It's just trying to figure that out. But I feel like college kind of struck, like gets to the point of like, oh, we got to be career ready at this time and this time and then, you know, grad school comes and then, or if you're going on the field already, it's just a lot to think about and a lot to really measure what do you like, what do you don't like. And there will be times where you think you like something and all of a sudden you don't, but in reality you just kind of get over the hump because there's some hard parts about things you like. Just, you know, you know what I mean? Kinda. Yeah. There's always tough things within everything, and you just kind of have to be consistent about it 
suffer from the hard hard times and eventually it'll get better but sometimes there's there's always a line you gotta draw if it's it's like i'm not enjoying this i've been doing it for months to a year and it's just not what i want to do then you know but it's always kind of just experimenting trying to put yourself out outside of your comfort zone yeah and figure sure. out what you want to do that's where i found like the most growth occurs is like <clears throat> people are like oh i don't want to do this i don't want to do that but like at the end of the day you probably don't want to do it because you're maybe not good at it yeah but it's like it can be so helpful for you if you just like you know push yourself out there and then like even if you like suck at the task you're trying yeah. to do like at least you learned a little bit more about what you're trying to do yeah. you know even if you suck it's it's a learning curve and you're like well now i know and i'm glad i did it because now it's going to be a little bit easier next time you yeah. do it and then once you do it more and more it'll be a little bit easier and goes for a lot of things and just being consistent about it i think what i'm trying to get better at and i feel like is really good is just being more consistent and figuring out you know like little things making my bed more every day or yeah. like cleaning my room a little bit more and then um studying instead of doing six hours on a saturday i do like two hours on a monday tuesday wednesday yeah that's what to, like, i do front loaded yeah, yeah. Tr- like trying to break it apart to where it's more manageable and instead of trying to read a book six hours in one day try to do like 30 minutes for you know a couple weeks and then see how far i can do because i think when you get that habit it's so hard though dude like being consistent is is so hard because there's different things come up every single day and it's hard to fit those little time spurts in but that's that's like one thing i feel like i need need to get better at i'm trying to but yeah i know i know for like studying and stuff too like joe rogan brought on this like sleep expert and he was saying, like, the best thing you can do for yourself to learn something, like, they've found it's not, like, some secret study tip yeah. or, like, anything. It's literally just, like, it's the, like, you do a task. Obviously, you want to do the task multiple times a day. But he said that it's the sleep in between the tasks. Like, if you have efficient, efficient sleep. Dude, like, I agree. Because, I, I mean, anyone knows that. Like, you yeah. go, you do a task one day, you're kind of bad at it. You wake up, if you do it again the next day after that sleep, you're like, I don't know, you take a break from it then, and mm-hmm. then you like you come back to it, and you're just like, magically your brain is just like working, dude, and, and, like better than it was the day before. Yeah. It's so weird. Dude, sleep is so important, and especially now that like I value it being super important, I try to get at least like seven hours in a day where I need to get something done really, you know, it, like let's say I have a big test the next day i want to get at least seven seven to a half hours yeah. ideally eight but i just want to get that at least that seven so i feel confident in myself so i know that i'm in the right mental work because if i get less than like seven six and a half then i already know myself oh shit i didn't get enough sleep i already know that i'm on like a bad end of my or a bad start to my day and i have this big test coming yeah. up and i'm like yeah. shit I'm already, I'm already overthinking it so i just need to get consistent in my sleep and also, I've heard that the amount of sleep you get per night doesn't necessarily matter as much as, like, you waking up at a more consistent time yeah. and getting that amount of sleep. So, if you do, like, 11... Within reason. Yeah, you know. yeah. So, you do 11 to 7 a.m. and Or, like, 11 to 8 or, you know, 12 to 8. Somewhere in that range every single day. It'll be a lot better if you do, you know, 10 to 6 a.m. And all of a sudden, next night, you're going out partying till 2 and then yeah. you're not up till 10 or 11 yeah, I found with college, unless you're 
really committed to that. Yeah, like, it's, it, it's it's so hard. Reality. Yeah, it's it, it it's really it's just not a reality. If you want to do like fun stuff on the weekends, like often for me, I find I'm I'm going out with my friends late. You know, I mean, at least at least doing the weekdays. Like, yeah, the first four, and that that's and what I do. The yeah, first four, and then when Thursday hits, you just know it's gonna go downhill. Yeah, but, yeah, dude, sleep. I think freshman year at Witty. Holy shit, my sleep schedule fucked up. Was it? It was like, I think for the first month, I was going to bed, I think, at 2 a.m. on average and not waking up till like 9 or 10. And I had class at, I had a couple 8 a.m.s too. So I'd literally wake up at 7, go walk to social sciences, and then come back. Seven hours later, because I had four straight classes and oh, nap for like God. three hours. I love how you remember that, dude. Oh, I, I remember, remember dude, any of my dude. I schedule. I had the Tuesday Thursday grind my asshole where I had four straight lectures from like eight to I think it was like two, and then I had like one hour in between from like one to twelve. So or no, from like noon to t- noon to one. Yeah, and I couldn't like leave girl side. I have to walk back and walk back again. So it was just so inconvenient, but. I did not want class on Friday, and then I only had one class on Monday and Wednesday, so it was pretty nice on that part. It just Tuesday, Thursdays, ate me up. Like it was. Yeah. It was. But shit. that's how you prefer. I feel like I remember you saying that even freshman year. Like you're always like, if I can just get one day off a week, yeah. I'll take it. Dude, yeah, I 100% would. It's so nice to have Fridays off, because it's always. When you have a class where you gotta be there on like a Friday morning, especially, yeah. you're like, oh my god, dude. Because <laughs> Thursday, people go out and do stuff here all the time. Yeah. And it's, it's difficult to get up anytime before nine. I, I think Nate had like a couple 850s freshman year, and it was always the 850s that were hindering him from going out. He's like, bro, but I have that 850. And I was like, then don't take that on a yeah. Friday next time. Uh, yeah. <laughs> It teaches you early. Yeah. Just take it easy on the Fridays. Did you did you finagle that for this semester? I did. You did? Yeah, I did. I did too, Z, We did. I think Alex doesn't have... Actually, no, I think Alex has a class on Friday afternoon. Yeah, he said but, it was late, though. Let's but, go. But yeah, it's fine. We had the Friday. Nate, Nate, I don't know about, but... Probably not. I don't, Nate's always just a grinder. Really. Nate has like, a rough schedule. I remember Nate was, had this whole... Isn't he taking Ocom? He had this whole dilemma where he was weighing, like, PT and PA and all yeah. that, which, I mean, like, he wants to prepare for, which, honestly, is good because it kind of gives him both options, so... It's going to be tough, though, because he, he has to take the prereqs, Ocom, but in reality, it's he said it's not that much. It's only a couple more classes. Yeah. It's just tacking onto his schedule that was already semi-tough. Pretty busy, yeah. So... He'll be he'll be busy, and he oh, yeah. he's been busy all summer. He was busy, I feel like, since the beginning of spring semester, because I think he's got his job and he got hard schedule. Well, I think he told me you work like twenty thirty hours one week on top of like full time classes. Yeah, I, I I think I saw him like at Danny's or something yeah. at one night, and he was just absolutely. Gas. Yeah, because he just so was like, I, I need a break. Yeah. I just need to get out. Yeah, so he was doing that consistently. And he's actually going in person, too. Because I, I was working like 20 hours, 25 hours a week remotely, which is so different from going in person. Yeah. Because you have to drive there. And then the men- the mental stress you get from being doing stuff like right. he's doing at the hospital, I could not do that. I, I could not. 
that's crazy. It's, it's yeah. insane. He, I feel like he was more available last sem- or last fall semester. I feel like him and Alex were primarily usually here. At least like he was here at nights most times because he just got all this stuff during the, end of the day, yeah. and then Alex was here, and then. I feel like everybody but Devin, because Devin always was skiing or something like that. He would be. I feel like every every weekend in September, from Friday to Sunday, he would just be gone at his tournaments. So I didn't even get to see Devin mostly the first month when he was living yeah. with him too much. Just like weekdays, maybe Thursdays, he went out. But yeah, for for those that don't know, Devin is the the lad that I replaced for this year. So they got. It's Ryan, the, the guy I'm talking to right now. Bro, now we got this bum, Jeremy. And now God we, had, damn we have it, Alex, who, oh, we met, no. who we met freshman year as well. And then we have Nate. And then and then Devin lived with you guys last year, right? Yeah. And it was like a sub a sub lease type of thing. Yeah. You just needed a fourth. and Bro, we, we clutched up. Yeah, and yeah. We, that, that, that was like crazy, a crazy cool dude. dude. Yeah. That was crazy, so... First off, I almost actually transferred schools, like, September, or, uh, sophomore year in the fall. Yeah, Nate, Nate told me you were, like, 90% sure. Bro, I was, I was, like, 80, 80-90% sure that I would be transferred, but then, so, it was, like, my birthday, and I have friends in Whitewater, which I was planning to maybe transfer there, just because, like, I don't know. I was always stuck to doing like a bit being in business school and trying to do something within that. And my grades were, you know, not as not where I wanted to be to apply to the, this business school as of then. But it was my birthday, and then I had these friends in Whitewater ask me like, "Hey, I heard you're, you know, tra- might be transferring. That we have a place we can all get together for next year and like sign a lease for it." So I literally almost signed a lease to be in Whitewater on my birthday, and I was like, "Something does not feel right." Interesting. I'm like I'm gonna wait. To, it's just like a gut feeling. Yeah, I, I was just, like I I gotta wait. I got I just gotta see. I just can't I can't sign this yet. As much as I would like to live with you guys, I can't sign it yet. And then I got this job working at you know Chase Bank downtown in the capital. So I was like, all right, that's good. That's awesome. I got some professional experience coming. Right. So I got that, and then I got my clutched up my exams. I went from like projected a 3.2 to like a 3.6 that's awesome so then my gpa went up and i just was thinking all right i might as well stay and then i just decided to stay and then i i glad i did not leave because man have i enjoyed it here so it's it's gotten better and better every single year and um people i've met you know this place is awesome um even like even the tail end of like my sophomore year was really nice and i'm glad i didn't leave because it was just it was just where I belonged was Madison and my older brothers went here. And, I was gonna and, say you've had quite yeah. a few brothers. And here. just something about it. I I knew that I couldn't like give up on this place to leave. So I, I stayed and I think I it paid so much dividends. And, yeah. and I think the alumni network too here is just way better than any other school in Wisconsin and honestly across the country just there's not many that compete with you know, getting you set up in, like, career-wise than you do. I think. I've never heard that before. Well, I'm saying, like, retrospective to every single school. I'm not saying, I'm not comparing it to, like, Harvard or Stanford, yeah. Berkeley. I guess I've never but, even thought but about But UW, UW is, like, a top 40, 30 school in the U.S. and a lot of rankings. And I think Power 5 and 
public school wise, they're in the top twenty. So it's it's a, it's a pretty elite program. It's well rounded. If, if it was warm here, bro, we'd have an acceptance rate of probably under twenty percent. Yeah. Just because people love to go to those warm schools and you know Wisconsin, Wisconsin is not the best place to go, but we are probably a top three party school, and we have good athletics. You know, football, basketball, hockey, women's volleyball, everything. Yeah. Honestly, it's so well-rounded. A um, lot of elite programs, business, um, sciences, uh, law school. I think everything here is pretty, pretty uh, elite, or at least yeah. semi-elite. And just the the whole city here in Madison is just one of the best college towns. It's it's big, but it's not too big. It's got the lakes, it's got a nice campus, the city, nice bar culture. I think it, it's the whole package. It's just, it's just cold in the winter. From from like, no, I would say December. December to March sucks. Yeah. But... That's a good... But anytime... Like even November is pretty not... Like, it's it's not too cold. Near the end of November, it gets a little yeah, chilly. But it's, yeah, it's like sweatshirt, pants, you're good, you know. Hopefully you avoid the snowstorm in November. Ideally, if you can. I think last November I had a couple of good weekends. I remember for my birthday, it was like 50 degrees, 50, almost 60 during the game. It was like a really nice weekend. But there also were a weekend where it was like 35, which yeah. it's cold, but it could be a lot worse. Because, I mean, you know, January, February, it's fucking brutal in Wisconsin. Yeah, it's terrible. Minnesota, even worse. But do you remember that one uh, polar vortex that happened our senior year of high school? Where, yeah, that was so crazy. Dude, I think it was negative 55 with the wind chill in Oak Creek one day. I mean, just insane. And insane amounts of snow. Like... It was just the whole package, really. Yeah. That was that was the pinnacle year for for when, uh, Since then, though, I feel like we've been the winters have been pretty chill. It's I it's been like. it's been pretty mild. I mean, you always get those days where it's negative and it sucks, but you know, it's only like a month, month and a half of that, and then you're good. And I feel like most people are really gone in that frame from like January to late January because they're just back at home. So. They they miss the brute of winter. A lot of people who like live out of state, which I think it's better for the campus that they don't experience that. I remember I was in I was at Equinox right by us actually, and I was here for the first couple weeks of January okay. when nobody's yeah everyone was so gone for yeah yeah break. like nobody's in town and the f- fucking property management thought it'd be okay to turn down the the heating system. Because they're Jeez. like, oh, and I guess not many people are here. They might not notice it. And then I notice in my living room on the thermostat, it says 54 degrees. <laughs> Bro, you know how cold I was sleeping that night? <laughs> oh, my Lord. I was really in my sweatpants. I was in two sweatshirts and then two blankets. Just, like, cuddled up, bro. <laughs> Horrible. And then I literally, my feet were just so cold all the time. It was it was ridiculous. That's awful. Yeah. Did they, like, turn it back up before? Bro, in, like, I, I sent a complaint out after, like, three days of it because it was, like, 57, then it went down to 55, and all of a sudden it was 53 one day. I took a picture of it, and then, man, it, it went up, I think, maybe two degrees, 
during that next week and then I went up to like 61 when everybody came back it's like bro fuck that that's, <laughs> that's so inconvenient like god damn it Madison property management yeah some of those places are just not great I know you had a bad experience with the Equinox didn't you I, I liked the Equinox it's just that a couple things were kind of weird I mean, it was just really tight too wasn't the space like well, we also had five guys living in a three bedroom yeah it's not ideal dude I I lucked out big time with Equinox because I roomed with Nate and so he was he was gone like at least three days of the week at Bella's place across the street so I gotta ruin myself essentially paying only half and then Kelvin and Jackson were always there every single day and they had no window in their room it was a little bit smaller and dude I would I would hate to live in that cramped yeah. room and then have no privacy. And it was COVID year. And yeah, it was COVID year. Um, Sokol was there for a majority of the time. There are times that where Sokol was gone for like a month and I just slept in his room just because why not? Yeah. You know, it's, 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 it's a bigger bed. Does he know that? He, yeah, he knows it. <laughs> yeah, it's fine. But I, yeah, it was, Equinox was fine. It was, wasn't the best experience, but, but I liked it. It was a good group of people. I think that was when, like, how it started to kind of get better again after COVID was, like, that spring semester, you know, got warmer. I think we started kind of talking more again. I feel like COVID was kind of like that one year where everybody kind of just did some, did a little separate things. And yeah. all of a sudden. But you kind of had to. It was just... Then end of sophomore year, junior year, everybody kind of, like, reunited again. Yeah. In a way, it was good. Yeah. After that. Yeah, I wanted to... I guess I, I was thinking about this. I brought Alex on, and I know he was, like, in a frat, but I wanted to talk to you about... Oh, yeah. About frat life. Oh, about... Yeah. I don't, like, know much about that. Like, how was... I guess, how was your experience just from, like, a... Because you, you rushed freshman year, right? Yeah. So, I... I actually rushed two... T- or actually, was... Technically, I was pledging twice, because I have this weird scenario where I did... I did, uh... Delta Tau Delta for like a week and a half maybe because you know Justin on her floor Justin Zach they're they're cool nice guys and then but just part of me wasn't ready to you know have that huge commitment to have so so much time freshman year to do a fraternity and plus yeah. there were already a lot of stuff scheduled and I knew it wouldn't leave you know let up to where it'd be like manageable and i had, I had a tough schedule like i struggled even without yeah like, fraternity. i remember that yeah like, i had a tough schedule like engineering type of type of shit schedule and i just i am so thankful that i did that because i don't know if i would actually like have a good gpa coming out of freshman year without me doing that and so like and then also the following semester i did fight out which i enjoy the fight out guys super nice guys super cool guys always Always saying hi to me at bars. Always, you know, talking, you know, seeing how I'm doing. I can, I, and I, I, I get to see how they're doing too. And so it's, it's a good, uh, good kind of reunite whenever I see them out doing that. And yeah, they're great guys. Just COVID happened, and then August came, and I was just like, I don't really want to pay for something that, you know, I might not be doing too much. I don't know how COVID's gonna affect you guys doing a lot of activities and me seeing you guys in general because the house is kind of um everybody's doing stuff yeah it's kind of like a like a menacing ground of just people you know talking and getting together and so it's just people 
kind of doing stuff where COVID might spread and I didn't know what the hell COVID was going to be and how I would actually do it. So, and that's kind of the reason why I dropped. And also I didn't really feel like paying money to do nothing. Cause I don't know how, what even went on that whole year. So yeah, year, probably, I would assume not much. Yeah. Not, not much. And dues, dues are pretty expensive. Right? I don't even know how much the dues were. It was, it's probably in like the four to 700 range, somewhere in that range. I don't know if they dropped it a little bit for that semester that year, but I can ask my friend DP about it. But anyways, yeah, I, I feel like whenever I see him out, it's always a good time yeah. too. It's always just good to connect with them. But otherwise, yeah, frat life is, is fun. It's just not meant for everybody. And I think for me, it wasn't meant for me to do that. I don't know why. I just I feel like I had a, bad, a good time without being involved in that and kind of doing my own thing i'm i'm more of a more of an independent guy i would yeah. say i don't think i want to be like I, I, I enjoy being social but i love to have my alone time and kind of figure out like what's on my schedule and how to, how do i want to operate my schedule i don't want to be in a you know committed thing where i have to go out these nights of the week every week and do all that i kind of want to operate on my own agenda fair enough and fair have enough. you know being able to kind of make more of my own choices yeah and that's what i Wade was like, do I want to have more options, more free time, or do I want to have this and maybe like these guys and all that? So I, that was kind of like my preference. It was hard. It was a really hard decision, but that was that was the the gist of it. I guess for for someone like coming into freshman year at any university, if there's like a Greek life, like would you recommend them checking it out at least the the, the greek oh, life or? yeah i i would i'd recommend you check it out and like i guess what's the appeal it's not for everybody um it's an easy way to make a lot of friends i think okay. if you're a very sociable guy i think if you want to get to know people a lot you'll get to know people it's kind of like what you put into it i think a lot of what you know you do for work and you do for school and you do for kind of like social life it's, it's all like you you control your own destiny on what you want to become right and i think you got to put yourself out there and think about like what do i want and do i want to put myself out there and meet all these guys do i not want to meet all these guys do i want to you know study this do i want to achieve this at work i think it's all of you to pursue who you want to talk to who you want to be who you want to network with and so it's kind of like you control your own destiny i think that's what you know college life is all about yeah, I know. This kind of, I guess this kind of went full circle to what you said with, like, 20s, just be patient and yeah. just try new things because this is the time in your life where you kind yeah. of can get away with that. And if you mess up, like, it, it's not all that yeah. consequential. Exactly. You know? And, exactly. yeah, I think that goes for college, too. I, I guess I could still, like, technically rush as a senior. I probably won't, but... I, yeah, I, I guess I kind of regret not. I don't. I don't think I would have ever joined a frat, but just like going to some of those events and like meeting people, you know. Yeah, or, no, it was dude. Fun, it was a great know? time meeting yeah. people and just kind of talking around. Even though, I mean, everybody has their close friend groups now. It's just kind of established. People are kind of hanging out yeah. wherever they want. But I, I always like meeting people, and it's fun just talking to people, kind of get to know them, like what their background is, like where you from, and I think just having that helps you develop and get to know people and you know helps your social skills helps you kind of talk to people future in life and you never know when you're going to see somebody that you know or like you know small world always somebody you might know somebody you know oh it happens and so i, I know often, it happens bro. so often you're just thinking 
damn, you know this dude? Like, no yeah. way. How, how do you know him? And that's yeah. that's always a good time. That's how college is. It, yeah. It wakes you up to that. Like, how yeah. just having a connection on hand is always a good idea. Yeah, dude. No, I think it was crazy because this, I forgot about this, but I remember I was at Danny's one time and I forgot his name, but there's this guy who uh, I recognized for some reason and he was at my neighbor Caden's, like, childhood birthday parties for like five years i always saw this guy yeah and i had no clue you went here then i was like wait a minute do i know you for somewhere i feel like i know you from like childhood like do you know kaden carlson he's like he's like yeah dude and it's like bro i think we went to birthday parties together with him that's crazy and, I, and he's like yo wait no way like nah dude it's just a small world because yeah. i had no idea you went here and just like doing those childhood things we went go-karting one year we did like paintball and all that and he was there i just like totally forgot some people yeah. you kind of just realize like change and then all of a sudden yeah. you reunite somewhere it's really it's really cool it's really fascinating if people kind of like end up in certain places and you're just like damn we we grew up kind of together doing yeah, certain things yeah. and so yeah i i just think of that that the quote you said earlier with like experimenting and stuff and I honestly I thought of you right away because just as long as I've known you I swear like every time I like run into you you're always you're always on a different like track to what you want to do you know you're always like trying new things out and probably not on purpose I mean unless you're looking to do that but yeah dude trying to figure out what you want to do type thing there's a lot of things that I try to change around because I want to give myself the best experience when I come out of you know college and yeah. trying to figure it out. Because when I graduate, I'm trying to figure out what kind of hobbies will I have when I like am out of school because I have you know hanging out with you guys and all that. You know, um, I'm starting to take up more reading, so I'm trying to read. Really, some, I like, didn't know that. Well, reading more just like some business books that I'm trying to figure out. But um, and I've, I've started like two books. And then I didn't know that. That's, I'm trying that's to. Cool. I mean, video games. You know, I like to do. I like a lot of do video games. Yeah. I'm thinking about doing like a Smash Bros. Tournament League this year. I'm thinking okay. about joining that. Um, you know, working out too. I like to work out. But other than that, just trying to like advance my career and figure out what I want yeah. to do with that. Building some skills. Um, otherwise, this semester could just be chilling. Won't be too much for me, depending on if I work or not. I don't know if I want to work. Just depending on like how hard school is and i might have only a semester left so why not why get a job for three months and yeah. then just leave so yeah I, i'm very interested give me the give me the rundown on the like on your timeline to like where you are now for your major where i am on a major yeah like because like, what did you come in freshman year as so i came in as a chemical engineer bro that's crazy. I, I made it and into you, the engineering you, you school got direct, directly, direct which admit, is like pretty hard to do. Too. Yeah. Well, what was crazy is that like I only had a twenty seven on my ACT, but I had like a thirty one at math and like a thirty on science. That's why I got in. And then my English was like a twenty seven, but then my reading, my reading was ass. I got like a nineteen on reading. <laughs> <laughs> I'm such a slow reader, bro. I'm yeah, trying to get better at it. Yeah, ACT, I'm such, like, yeah. They like they time the reading portion yeah. it's like bro like bro, some people are slower at reading dude, you know it's, like, it's hard but that's kind of why i got in i feel like is that's the reason and then i changed to 
an econ major. I think after his first semester, I realized I wanted to do econ. Yeah, what did it, what what made you think like so you had that first? So semester. you so weren't even I, in the chem e classes. Right? So I I tested out of econ 101, and then I took 102 first semester, and then I was doing okay until the final exam. I just popped off on like I I sort of I, 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 I straight up that. aced it. Yeah. I went from like a B C to an A B from the final because of 40 percent weight. Of that it's exam, it's like, dude, that clutched up for me. And then so you just study your butt off. And then I was like, I, I want to be an econ major, and then I want to combine it with something else. So I decided that. Yeah, you always. I know what you always well, combining it was. Well, I, I wanted to do. I I I wanted to get into business school, and I applied and got rejected. So was it year. that class that made you? It like, was because coming to business is like a big jump. You know, that's like. I'd argue that's like a 180. Well, I well I wanted to do, like something business, either it was finance or accounting or something. But then that changed because, going into my sophomore year, I wanted to do more of like a data science route, and so if like if how did you I got, get in, into all that? Because well, I mean, chemistry has nothing to do with. Well, the thing is, economics is kind of a major that's very broad, and a yeah. lot of and actually a lot of economists and people who study econ go end up in like data analyst data really? science roles yeah, I guess I didn't realize I think it's like a stat where is like 20% of data scientists have an econ degree or at least a major in econ something wow. like that because they're better at interpreting data kind of you know applying it to real life business scenarios yeah. and they should combine it with like you know technical skills learning the data science models but so then I got into that. Alex kind of showed me the whole data science major, and I was like, "Bro, I didn't even know they had this yeah, until just sophomore started, year." Right? Yeah. But then I realized this data science is fucking hard. Statistics is hard. Like I give props to those stats majors because it's so theoretical and it's very technical to where it's it's just it's not even math. Just it's coding. But also, you're thinking of different chances and how this things happen yeah. with loops and loops. And, and I know statisticians and, always get mad when. You're like it's it's basically just a branch of math because it, it it really is. Dude, it's, I, it's much different. I love math. stats. If I was better at math, I would be a stats major because I I love I love random stats. I I would love to just research into that. But I'm good at math, but I'm not like here. It's tough. It's really tough. It's a very long major. It's like almost as long as engineering. For I data think, science. For yeah. stats. For st- okay. Data so science. You were just actually, thinking about straight stats for a while. I was I with was, like something else. I was debating it, but then data science came, and I was thinking about doing an econ data science double major. But then data science is also very very tough as well because it's like it's essentially it's stats but more computer science mix. But it's also a shorter yeah. major, so that's why people kind of combine it with data science comsci or data science econ, data science stats, whatever. But but then they, they came up with the certificate, and I was like, I'll just be a certificate guy. It's I, I can get it handled. It's only five classes. It's it's pretty doable, which I'll complete that at the end of the semester. And then personal finance, I don't know, dude. I don't even know why I'm doing that major. <laughs> per- personal, Did you just stumble upon it? Dude, like, personal what? finance, like I wanted to combine something else, and it's in Sohi, and so I just I just got Are you into still Sohi. doing yeah, I'm, I'm still economics? Yeah, I'm still Personal finance, econ, and then data science certificate is what I'm doing. Okay. So it's it's kind of interesting. So you just kind of you just wanted to tax something else on. I wanted to ta- I wanted to tax something else on, and then that way I didn't need to do like the letters of science requirements of intermediate credits. So at least like another major with it. But I guess it's good because 
it's a lot of like consumer understanding and how like you know consumers customers For personal finance it's a lot really? of like how the client thinks and working with client data to figure out how can we you know boost this business it almost just seems like know. marketing like. it's it's essentially like marketing the couple finance classes is what it is but a lot of people go on and major in it then do like a cfp exam to become like a certified financial planner okay. which i don't want to do that because it's a lot of it's hard to stabilize yourself right away being a financial planner is so hard because you got to get a client base and try to figure it out and what if you get a job that's already has all those clients? Though? Yeah, yeah. So you you can become really like if you're a personal finance major, like just a personal finance major, yeah. you can be a financial analyst too. You could be you know a paraplanner, kind of like you know micromanage things that somebody else does, kind of being the coordinator of all that. But there's a lot of options you can do. It's just to me alone, it's not as marketable of a major unless you combine it with something. Mm. And that's kind of why I've been like thinking to myself, I want to kind of get like. A full little bit of tech side, but also some business knowledge, and then you know, some econ knowledge too, because econ is a, a pretty good mixture of like stats, business, but also some like you know psychological thing how people think. So, I think I have a good mixture of my education. That's why I you know came here to do, and I feel like I got a good, well-rounded way of you know applying it to where I want to be. And uh, my my desired role when I graduate is being a business analyst. I was going to say, yeah, where do you want to go is, with it? All yeah, this? being a business analyst, kind of having some technical knowledge, but also being to be the middleman. So I got to kind of work with business stakeholders who are in, you know, finance, actuarial, risk, insurance, whatever, kind of get what they need for the business side. And then I translate that into the tech side, design side to where it can actually be created into, you know, an app or you know, a program they can make so it can accommodate for clients, customers, you know, the actual home office, a lot of things that go into it, but just kind of trying to translate that in another side of the business because a lot of tech people can't understand what they're doing and a lot of business people can't understand how, what's going on. In yeah, the tech side too. There yeah, do, yeah, like you want, you got to have some connector in order to, you know, figure everything out. Yeah. So. That's cool, man. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. It seems like you finally figured it out. Right? Yeah, dude, I feel like after this summer, I figured it out. Because like, I like my internship this summer. It was really, it was really cool. And, and it leads into a lot of different careers, too. I can go into finance. I can go into tech. I can go into, you know, data analytics from this role. Yeah. It's really like, or product management, too. There's a lot of ways you can go within being a business analyst. So, rude stuff. But it was actually real stuff that I was working on. It wasn't like some bullshit intern, you know. Yeah, that side side project that's like not even going to be used is actually you know real stuff which i really appreciated because that's what i'm here for i'm signed up to do is do real work and get the experience so that's i got a great experience out of it 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 exceeded my expectations by far when i walked in so yeah that's that's really sweet i i know you yeah i know you like working with numbers too because just with the whole I mean, I, I have to say this for the people that don't know. Yeah. Just like me and Ryan and Alex and um, Nate were all like pre-gaming before going to the bars like a few nights ago. And I mean, you were just insane with NFL numbers. Bro. Like it was just ridiculous. Dude, it's, like, it's kind of sad, honestly. <laughs> I feel like that's just like now like knowing that you were like an econ major and you wanted to go into stats for a while, like. I feel like that makes sense now. Yeah, dude, it is. Because I was talking to Alex, and I'm like, 
how does he know all this? And he's like, dude, I really have no idea. Because I'm not, I'm not good with numbers like that. Bro, I just... When I think something's really interesting, it just sticks with me, the yeah. numbers. Like, I'm a very... I haven't told us at my internship, my like, fun fact was, like, I'm a big, like, stat and fun fat guy. Like, I'll remember random stuff, and I will tell you it when I know it. Yeah. Like, for example, my manager was like, all right, Ryan, what's a fun fact today in the elevator? And I was like a one-minute elevator ride, and it came up, and I was like, well, last night I was watching, you know, National Geographic, and the largest flight bird in America, no, actually, no, in, in the world, is the Andorian condor that is in the southern tip of Argentina, and I just came up with that That's the awesome. Like, I just, I don't know. Yeah, if someone asked me that, I'd Just, like, like, some, some random stuff, and then I was like, in a meeting, too, someone was just like, all right, give us a random fact. And then I said, all right, this building we're in is the second tallest building in Milwaukee at 551 feet, while then um, the tallest one is actually the U.S. Bank building at 601 feet. And the reason why we couldn't build higher was because of U.S. Bank owns airspace in the vicinity of these two buildings, so that is why it's only 550 feet. And they're like, holy shit. That's so nuts, bro. So, I don't know. It's it's crazy. I feel like I have some photographic memory when it comes to certain numbers. You know, I don't when know. I, I have no idea. When I, like, so find I it interesting, I, I think I can remember it pretty well. Because you're a big NFL guy. I'm so a big NFL guy. Sense. I do, yeah. Like, Packers stats, all NFL stats. I feel like I know a wide variety of them. Well, yeah, I, and that's when I knew, because this one stuck out to me the most. It was, like, we're, like, pre-gaming or whatever, and we're just, like, asking you a bunch of facts. And, okay, the MVP thing was hype. Like, you went 2022 all the way back to 98, and like, all the regular 93, season. 93. Oh, 93. I think it was 93. Okay, okay. I think it was 93. Had to clarify. Yeah. Um, yeah. But And then I was like, okay, I'm going to give you a hard one. And I was just like... I think I said something like, most receptions in 2013. Like, who was it? And then you, like, proceeded to name the guy, and I didn't even add, and then you just, like, listed off the reception number, and it was, was like, you're like, I think it was, like, this dude, and it was, like, 125 receptions. And I was like, there's no way. And, of course, like, me and Nate, like, look it up, and sure enough. Like, holy shit. To the the number, like, it's right. I just... You're just a freak with numbers. Like, it's just crazy. Yeah. I could never do that. I don't know, dude. I don't know. Some cool stuff. That is. And NFL is just my big thing. I I like the NFL. And I even even left the fantasy league this year because I was just too consumed in fantasy. Yeah. I was way too consumed. I would spend hours sophomore year debating with my roommate, Sokol. You know, Sokol. Yeah. Just like hours debating about this trade or trades with Calvin or whatever, figuring out what's a good trade and it just wasn't that important. And then punishments too. Like Yeah, you got this. I'm not a huge I'm not a huge fan of punishments either, which is why I maybe left. Didn't you have to dye the hair one year? I I did have to dye the hair for a month. It it sucked. It sucked. (laughs) But I don't know, I'm just be honest, like it just it was it was the time consumption and it was the punishments too, I'll be honest. Just because like I don't know. I don't like being Forced, forced to be able to do something that I don't want to do. That's right. just one thing I'm like, kind of now just trying to figure out is like be able to draw the line on certain things and being able to admit like I'm not gonna do that and I want to leave certain things and have the ability to kind of stand up for yourself and that's just what I, you know, kind of grown to do is just trying to figure out what is the line that I want to do and yeah. what do I feel comfortable with doing 
and what do I not feel comfortable with doing instead of, I mean, I like going outside of my comfort zone. It's just, there's always a line where I'm like, I don't want to do this. And that's something you, know, you got to figure out too, because yeah. I'm the type of guy, like, well, I'm just, I think you're like this too. Like you're just down to pretty much do whatever, mm-hmm. which is like cool in a lot of aspects, but sometimes it's like dangerous. And then you do things that like probably weren't the smartest or like things that like were beyond out of your comfort yeah. zone like things that were just like yeah th- th- outrageous i mean like know? i think everybody should have a line where like you know yeah. even if it's, it's not dangerous to too, even if it's not dangerous you just have to have a line where like do you feel mentally comfortable with doing this yeah like do you think that you'll be fine even if you might not do it like chance wise you know if you lose in fantasy do you want to do it or not like and then if you lose you have to do it you, like you don't want to commit to something you don't want to do i think that's what you should do and try to figure that out and there's always like you know things are like oh you should do it come on don't be a pussy like bro just stand up for yourself just say no yeah, like it's exactly. fine to say no if someone's trying to get you to drink or like do some stupid shit just say no yeah. it's, it's it's hard but you gotta do it and i think you'll appreciate you saying no sometimes and granted you can't only be the person to say yes but you gotta be a person to know when to say no all right that's that's what i think well that's a big thing for me too i hate to see people like get manipulated through like peer pressure or anything i i i agree and i hate people are like you know bro you're such a wimp you can't do this yeah come on bro like even if it's i start i start laughing when people tell me that yeah i'm just like dude like don't tell me what to do yeah yeah, there like there are some things where you just gotta be like, come on, like he he has a right not like to say no. Yeah, you, just, you know, just respect it. Don't be yeah. don't, don't be the guy to kind of shit on him for not doing something he doesn't want to do. Yeah, exactly. You know. Yeah, I think uh, I think this year should be pretty exciting. I'm looking forward to living with you guys. And yeah, dude, it's it's gonna be an awesome time. I've gotten a little taste so far. It's, it's gonna be an awesome time. I've like I enjoy going out, but I want to do more than just like go out too. I want to be able to like do stuff during the day and kind of you know make some runs to get food or something like yeah. that. Enjoy campus because I noticed that I, I love to go out, but staying like I, I told this to you earlier is that staying at a bar past like twelve twelve thirty, it just doesn't get funny. Like it's it's not worth it. Well, that's when we can just head out and then just like chill after. Chill just, amongst the roommates. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's it's, another it's, thing that really inspired me to make this podcast. Is yeah. like talks like that where, like, bro, facts. You're not that's even so like, much better. Like it's fun playing video games with the boys, but I the best talks are like when you're not stimulated by anything else, and it's just like, it's just like you and whoever like no one's on their phone or anything and you're just like talking yeah you're just just hanging out maybe had a couple beers and then yeah or like just like the biggest thing for me is like everyone has had like at least i hope if you haven't i feel bad for you but just like a like a great conversation with someone like around a campfire where you're just like not stimulated at all you're just like dude yes yes i agree it's just a great detox from everything like a nice you come back you sober up from the bar it's like one be one thirty and you're like i'm sobered up i'm just gonna talk for an hour with some friends yeah. and then just go to bed yeah it kind of gets you like just have a snack have some water just like kind of sober up but then yeah just, you know, let's relax you down yeah dude it's just it's nice relax. because it's not worth dropping like 20 more bucks at a bar after midnight and then coming back feeling more fucked up you go to bed like feeling like shit yeah don't wake up till 11 the next day have your whole day ruined yeah it's just I learned that it's not worth it. It's a vicious. It's, it's not worth it, yeah. and I feel like a lot of people do that here. A lot of people you learn that do. quickly. 
At least I did. Yeah. Even, even freshman year, just going out, oh. like, be like, yeah, I'll stay up till three, four, and then like, but you just quickly realize it's just a bad habit. Bro, to get me, into, yeah. bro, I remember what was it? Devin had this saying every Saturday where it was. I think it. What was it called? It was called like Powerhouse Saturday or some shit like that, and. It would be like go to the Nick at open at eight a.m. after you go out till bar close and then get a workout in. And I did oh that once. God. I did that once. I did a pull day with him. You with must one have of been his, feeling terrible, bro. I did a pull day with him and his buddy Cujo, and bro, I felt sick after like our last workout. I was like, dude, I can't do another workout. It was probably a terrible workout. Too. I I yeah. can't do, do another workout. Do you, could you do the same way you could do like it, like I was I was fine just yeah. It was definitely not healthy to do that. It was definitely not healthy because I went back and I moved to a cold shot because, like, bro, I have such a fat headache. Yeah. Such a fat headache. Dehydrated. I was trying to chug as much water as I could, but man, like, do not go work out hungover. It's just. I've done it once. Most times I can't even get there, but one day I was like, like, like maybe, maybe if you're like mildly hungover, it's fine. But if you're hung, I I was hungover as shit and I managed to get to the Nick and bro, I just did not feel healthy doing that. I don't know if it's healthy or not to be able to work out whenever. I feel like it's not. No. Just try to, you see, I enjoy working out in the mornings too because I just get it done with and especially now because of freshman being here gotta get it done with yeah yeah you told me this morning right they're swarming dude it's swarming already i it opened i think this week monday for freshmen and everybody holy shit dude i walk in and it's busy i'm like oh god you forget because in the summers i guess you weren't did you go in the summer at all i went like once yeah i, I mean here. summers are so the summers cool. here at the gym and the whole city it's just summers dead. are so nice. and it's like i i like classes and i like all that but i'm like i'm gonna miss the summers here where it's just like the sidewalks aren't just crowded with people dude like, that is you know that is one thing that i really wish that i did was that i've spent a summer here which i have not yeah dude it it's like and i probably will it's not. really nice because you kind of have a after like a year here with classes you kind of have a view of like yeah the streets and stuff like it's going to be busy at this time especially during the day with classes on yeah, campus sure. like i was telling some of my grad students like it's their so they started this summer so they like they have this view of campus now where it's just like a ghost town right like there's no one on the sidewalks i'm like you guys are gonna be in for something yeah, else dude, you will be bro first first day of class first day of class they, uh, first like this weekend will be insane yeah like this weekend like tonight saturday even next even, weekend two even, syllabus even wednesday night i was like dropping my friend off at her house and i drove home bro like, yes any bar like a wednesday night like scotty bar the line was like 50 out the bro, door it, like, was, it was it was insane. the first it was i think the first second night that freshman moved in and so like i saw a fat line to one they're here early remember we, we moved in like a few days before we, I mean, we moved in like august 31st i think it was august 31st or september 1st it was like later than them yeah yeah i don't know if how like the schedule lined i feel up like, like they like have that. over a week of bro, dude, like to that, just like that'd be so nice yeah that, that, so i guess it's understandable it's like just, it's like bro I remember when I could do that, just like four nights in a row. Well, I think it's because the our first game is a home game, and so they want people to show up. They want freshmen yeah. there because I think when we were there, 
We had like an away game on a Friday night oh, somewhere in like okay. Utah or some yeah. shit like that against BYU. And so we didn't get that luxury of being here for a week. We were here for like three days. Yeah. We, we went out, I think it was Saturday, Sunday, Monday, and then Tuesday some of us went out, but then we had class on Wednesday. I don't, so. even, I don't even remember, to be honest. I just Bro. remember that I moved in the first night and I went to like some random frat party. I was like, yeah. college seems pretty cool. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> yeah. Getting free college, there. first couple nights were insane. Those were yeah. like some of the funnest nights of my life. Yeah. Like... Everybody came into school kind of scaredish because we're oh, like yeah. trying to make friends, trying to figure out like where do you want to go, what is our whole like premise of being here, who we're gonna meet, and it all turned up, it all ended up fine, you know. How do you how do you feel about like I'm seeing some of these freshmen now that I'm a senior, and I'm like, I just feel so much older than these people. Yes. Like, do you remember how you're? Not even, like, how I looked. I, I feel like just I looked very similar. Like, your mindset is, like... You just feel so wiser. Like, yeah. You just feel more, like, so chill. Much different. I'm like, you're just coming out of high school? Like, I don't know, man. Like, it's just a whole other level of maturity. Yeah, I dude. just feel, like, like, so removed from, like, yeah, my freshman we, year. We've so. been here for almost, like, over three years now. Yeah. And, like, we've worked, you know internships or your lab stuff like all that kind of like experience we're all like yeah. kind of figuring out we we have a whole like we have a kind of an idea or at least a good idea of what we want to do coming out of college while they're like fresh like they don't know like there's people who are gonna change your major like first month god damn they're in our class first midterm maybe like fuck dude i can't do this it's always and, a mid-october it's, it's gonna like, happen everyone. like Dude, mid-October hits, and that's when we get huge at the gym. Bro, yes, exactly, bro. Mid-October, I just know, though, like, from, sep- from like, September 1st now, there's a September the, At least till the end of till, September. Till end of September, yeah. it's going to be, like, it's brutal. An- anywhere from 2 to 8. Absolutely brutal. Absolute shit. There could be a line yeah. to go in the gym. I don't even know. It's, abs- it's terrible. The mornings are a little bit better, but it's, it's still so Dude, even when you go at like nine thirty at night, nine thirty to eleven. Oh, it's still busy. It's man. still busy, yeah. dude, because everybody's on like a different schedule. Like it's you can't figure it out. You just gotta just suck it up and go. Yeah, it's, it's almost like that. I mean, six a.m. is the best time I've been to the gym, like experience wise. When I went there for the first time, I saw you there and I was like, "Damn, this guy's a six a.m. guy." And he's oh, like, yeah. And "Like, yeah, dude." It's like, yeah, dude, I'm, I'm here at 6 a.m. most days. Yeah, I'm, like, I'm not going to do Christ. 6 a.m. next, like, this Jesus fall. Christ. I'll probably, I, 7 is, like, perfect for me. I can wake up at 6 and then stretch her out a little bit. You see, any time before 9 is, like, pretty good, I would yeah. say. If you get there before 9, it's, it's all right. And then even, like, during classes, I feel like going, like, from 11 to 1 is pretty, yeah, it's pretty like, nice, too, because everybody's got to be in a class. That. Shout out Ike for the long time. Ike. Yeah. But... Yeah, I mean, how do you, do you feel, like, different from where you were freshman year? Oh, 100%. 100%. Like, I, I can't, it's hard for me to describe how I feel now, but I, it's not like I feel, like, better than, like, these freshmen, but, no. like, I just feel, like, maybe more aware of what's going on. Yeah, I feel more aware, um, just kind of, like, what's going to happen. Like, just more mature in um, general. More mature. I feel like I've had more experiences. Like, like I, th- I think I still have that, like, that, I f- like... I feel like all of us have grown. Humor in me, that immature humor. Yeah. Like, that'll always be with me, I think. But, like, I don't know. Just some stuff feels so much yeah. different, you know? Dude, I feel like all of us have grown so much just, yeah. like, mentally. And 
I don't know. It's just all of us know how to kind of go about things now. We feel like there's less pressure. I mean, granted, there's always pressure going on in college, like, you know, jobs and exams, all that kind of stuff. But we just, it seems more routine for us. It's just, like, continuous consistency. But they're, they don't know what's coming, bro. Like, it's... it's. I think that's the biggest thing. Is like The first semester, you know happen, like, you know? was first semester the hardest for you? Not, like, class-wise, just, like, adjustment-wise in college, would you say? Or... Was it something different, or was it COVID? The biggest adjustment? Like, like what semester was the That's most, like, question. difficult for you, you know, adjustment-wise, men- mentality-wise? Yeah, I mean, I think it, for me, it has to, it had to have been that first semester, yeah. just because I didn't, I, I, I purposely had, like, a lighter semester that first semester, just because I knew, like... I knew it was going to be tough. Yeah. It's not even... You can't even compare high school to college. It's like no. a whole other level. No, you can't. I wouldn't say it's that much more difficult. It's just... It's just an adjustment like it's, anything it's else. An you just have to learn to adjust yeah. with, the, with the climate of things. Um, it's just getting used to a different learning style. Like, uh, in high school math, I was, I was used to, like having a lot of one-on-one time with the teacher, like, my classmates yeah. to, like, figure stuff out, and it was a lot less accelerated in high school, especially, I think, I think back to that Calc 1 class I took that first semester, and and then, like, first day of classes, I show up, like, the first lecture of my college career, oh, I sit no. down, and I'm like, there are 300 people in this class right yeah, now. Yeah, dude. And the professor's just out there. I'm like, this is so crazy. I, I just started smiling, bro. I'm like, this is so wild. I know. Like, you just feel so crazy. small almost. Yeah, yeah like, you feel like just a number. And I feel yeah. Like most people yeah. are just a number at yeah. this university. Oh, yeah. 100%. But, but it, like you said, it's like learning to... It's, it's different, you know? Learning to, like, pave your own path kind of thing. Yeah, it's like, a lot of... There, there's nobody holding your hand really in college. Like nobody. No, it's all just it's like, like controlling your destiny. Which yeah. I, which I love that because it's so hard right away. Like first semester, dude, so hard to try to figure out. Like I was, like it was a good accomplishment to kind of get through that first semester because trying to figure out like, you know, how do I handle these, you know, life adjustments, you know, schedule adjustments, sleeping adjustment, all that kind of stuff. But yeah dude it's all it's all on you it's just like it's you it's up to you it's up to you to go go to class it's up to you to go put in the hours of study it's up to you to go get a job and figure out what you want to do and make that extra cash it's all it's all you and if you don't do it all you can do is kind of you can blame everything else but it's kind of on you if you don't get your shit done what you signed up for and i mean i've i mean there's been times where i haven't done it i've kind of like learn to give like hold myself accountable of certain things i'm like man i was shit today like i gotta you know i gotta be more consistent about it and there are times even like this year that i've been like shit and i gotta hold myself accountable and kind of make up for that you know none of us are perfect but it's all about trying to figure out how do we get stuff done most you know efficiently and being the most productive yeah. and you know what we want to do how you want to do it and what is the best way to get it done and that's one thing i, I came into undergrad just I felt like I had like an underdog mindset type of thing because I like I didn't I didn't score very well in the ACT at all. Yeah, dude, same. And like, yeah, I agree. I was like, I was I was applying here, and I'm like, there's a good chance I'm probably not gonna get in. Like, I applied to Minnesota yeah. too, and they deferred me, then rejected me. So really, like, yeah, I have ever since then I've been like bitter towards Minnesota, oh. even though I should. Oh. Be, but, 
I like Boo. whenever we play them. I always like Minnesota. I always get Boo. a little more fired up when yeah. I watch. No, that's football. good, dude. That's good. Fuck well, Minnesota. Like, I think that was a big reason why I've kind of like paved the path for myself that I have today because I came in with that. I love coming in with an underdog mindset is like quite honestly the best mindset Bro, you could have. Proving somebody because, wrong is yeah. the best feeling ever. And I honestly, I had no one to prove wrong. I mean, I I came in, I was like. I was like, yeah, I mean, probably a lot of these kids are probably smarter than me. You know, I, I came in just, I, th- I think mostly it was just that ACT score, which yeah. for a while it like defined me and I'm like, no, I mean, now I look back on it and I'm like, it really doesn't matter at all. Like, it's such a stupid thing, like a standardized test in my opinion. Like, Do you mind me asking what you got? Yeah, I, I got a 24. 24. Like, that's, I, I that's came not, in. Dude, that's actually pretty good though. I mean. My, my, my brother got that and he got in here. Yeah, I mean, so it was it's, it's it was not crazy, it's bro. not what ideally they want here, but I don't people have gotten like twenty twos and like, in, but it's, yes, it's it doesn't matter, bro. I just it find does, it ironic. It does not matter because at all like, when you get in school here. Yeah, I came in with that, and it and I've realized that like it, it doesn't even matter. Like it's all about the work ethic bro. in the end. Yes, like it's all about because now I'm here in my senior year, yes. and like. Looking back on where I was as a freshman, like, I, I know that me would be so happy if he could see me now, yeah. because, like, I put in all this hard work to get here, and mm-hmm. it's just, like, it's, I'm kind of, kind of fin- finally getting to see it all culminate this year, and yeah. it's, it's so cool, bro, it's so cool, yeah. you know? I just gotta finish strong, so uh, I just gotta oh, finish yeah. strong, you know, and I feel like we'll all finish strong, it's just about, you know, figure out the routine again, but, yeah, dude, I, I agree, it's just trying to figure out how much you've grown and it's so nice to kind of look back and like think about how us three years ago would see us today yeah and yeah dude like you said it's it's always good to kind of prove people wrong even though you're not proving people wrong it's just showing how much you've grown i think and looking back to where it used to be and also look at yourself now you're like man i don't know how i could be better i mean i could be better in some things but just the the amount that I've grown has been significant, and I'm proud of myself for yeah. that. Yeah, just to watch you know? your... I think just to, like, challenge yourself, most <clears throat> importantly, like... Yeah. Don't do it for someone else. Like, do it for you kind of yes. thing. Like, always do, just Do it grow. for you. Yeah. Like, never do something for anybody else. Yeah. I mean, yes... Yes, it's good to kind of get some recognition from people. Like, oh, I did this. Like, oh, good job. It's it, like it's it's always good to get a good job. But yeah, you don't want to let that get to your but head. But no, you want to think of it as just, all right, they said this, but... You got to stay consistent and keep growing because you want to be somewhere even greater than this. It's and important to recognize it, yes. but yeah. Yes. I think I think sometimes people when they hear that, they get they get the sense of accomplishment and they then they start getting stagnant. Yeah. Stagnant dude, is like the worst thing. Dude, the yeah. whole the whole premise I think of life is just to figure out how are you going to be happy? Yeah. It's, it's just all about being happy and getting like a balance of, you know, how do I fulfill myself of being like the most consistently like happy I can be? Yeah. And everybody finds it in different ways. And it's a lot of trial and error. It's a lot of mistakes. It's a lot of growing. A lot of, you know, just things going on in your life that can, you know, take time to figure that out. But it's fun doing it. It is. Like yeah, the, the whole process, just enjoy the process. Enjoy the process and I guarantee that a lot of us will enjoy life more. It's just appreciate the process. That, yeah, that's the thing. I think it's the same for, like, living for the weekend or yeah. something like that. Like, you have this cool, fun stuff planned on the weekend, but and then, like, people just dread classes. Yes, it's just, dude. like, 
that's like not enjoying the process it's the same thing like when you get a result you're hoping to get yeah you're like oh yes like this is great but also enjoy like how you got there you know yeah exactly that, if you can enjoy that then like exactly you're gonna be the happiest dude in the world i know, you know? dude I think it's just important to enjoy the process because when you get there, you're going to think like, man, I've got here, but it's actually not as good as I thought it was going to be. Like a lot of, a lot of what makes us happy and excited is just anticipation. You know that? It's just what we want to, like a lot of us are thinking the weekend's going to be so fun, dude. The weekend will be amazing. And then one Thursday or Friday hits, it's just like, it's fun, but it's honestly not all the time as fun as you thought it was going to be. It's just that anticipation that makes it grow and grow and grow. And that can be said for a lot of things too that we, you know, do in life and what we accomplish. So anticipation is is big, but you don't want to let it get to your head too, because you know, like you said, enjoy the process, baby. Yeah. Enjoy the process. Yeah. Yeah, you can see that every day, I guess, like working out too. Just you want these desired results, yeah, dude. but dude, even I, even mentally too, working out is awesome. Just like even on it's a day to day basis, you get to the gym, you yeah. get the lift in, and I think for me. I was like talking to my grad student about this because he's like a big pow- like power lifter guy and mm-hmm. I was like I don't really find like working out necessarily fun it's the same for like running like I don't like like when I'm running I guess I'm not like people always ask me they're like you find that fun and I'm like yeah not really but it's like the the thing it's like after when you look back and you're like that was just like really satisfying and yeah. then like you just feel like you did all that for yourself and mm-hmm. you, it's just like all the like I guess like everything that comes afterward like it's just like a very satisfying yeah. feeling knowing that you did all feeling that feeling of accomplishment yeah feeling, exactly. feeling like you took the time out of your day to yeah. you know do something challenging that is good for you and you did it it's and that that's can, I think that's like if I could pinpoint it that's probably what what it would be just that like rewarding feeling after yeah. you're done like yeah you went through all that pain that last hour to get through that workout yes. and then you're done i think it's doing stuff great. that you don't want to do but you should do yeah is what's really fulfilling you're like damn i don't know if i want to do this or not it's kind of it's either like it's tough or you get nervous doing it or something but you know that's going to be beneficial to you do it you know take yeah. the chance on it and there are times people kind of you know get scared and i mean i've gotten scared everybody's gotten scared to do that kind of thing and kind of like put it off too you know there's times where i'm gonna i'm gonna wake up at 7 a.m and run next thing you know i'm like fuck dude i'm tired as shit it's yeah. 6 55 and i'm like bro i don't want to get up i do not want to go run right now and i just don't but just trying to get better at that you know everybody has those days where they slack off and it happens you know it's just yeah trying to minimize those it happens dude it happens yeah. I've been trying to be like a lot more I just recently like figured out this word meditative, like what that means. Yeah. And of, of course I feel like when people hear that they think of like meditation and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. I just watched like a really cool video about like some guy talking about meditation and like everyone thinks about like the position where they're just like Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do I like I do that too on <laughs> But I, I he described I don't this is like what the expert said he described being like meditative is just like being like self-conscious and aware of like everything you do so like just those like general like desires or things like you you reach for without really thinking about it Mm -hmm. 
like being always being aware of like why why am I doing that? Yeah, like why am I saying the things I am? It's a good point. And like you can you can it's like a really good mental exercise because then you can like catch yourself doing doing things that you're like not really about you're not like why you're like why am i doing this like there's a lot of positive things you're like oh yeah like let's keep doing this but then you get like for me it's like negative thoughts will like creep in it's like it's like being able to recognize those and being like yeah i don't really need to be thinking about this and then just like pushing it out and like for the future trying to like push those out you know yeah there's always things you're just kind of even like walking on the street too, you're just thinking to yourself, like, why am I thinking so much? Yeah. Like, like just walk, bro. Like, yeah. don't be thinking about what's going on. Just kind of enjoy your walk in a yeah. nice town. Think simply. Stop having your brain think so complexly about what's yeah. going on. Stop being nervous. And I mean, like, there's times where, like, I'm walking into class and I'm like, bro, I don't know why, but, like, I just feel a little bit nervous. And then just, like, walk, bro. And yeah. Just listen to music, enjoy, and kind of chill. Just kind of have those, like, mental mental breaks trying to figure out all right you don't need to be kind of like conscious right now just kind of just walk relax don't be overthinking things and i used to be a big overthinker honestly i still am sometimes but i'm trying to like you know relax be more calm i kind of have this saying where kind of ease into stuff you know i gotta ease into these certain things don't be trying to rush things don't be trying to overthink things just kind of ease into it look into it slowly patiently and think things will end up being better and you'll feel more calm going through any process whether that be like you know a presentation or even you know studying a test talking to somebody you know even going to like dinner with friends or my girlfriend it's just trying to like ease into it stop over stop worrying about like you know where you're gonna park all these kind of things just just as it happens it'll happen and so many of those things are out of your control too i i yeah i know it's just don't have to be so worrisome just like it sucks but like yeah enjoy life left some minor problems but at the end of the day it's not gonna matter yeah exactly i i i've learned to really like embrace those negative things that were like totally totally like out of your control type thing um like this was yeah i mean like just stuff that like you have absolutely no control over, but, like, sometimes sometimes you still get... Like, a, an exam is something different. Like, if you get a bad grade on an exam, like, at the end of the day, there's nothing you can do about it, so, like, don't bum yourself out over it. But, mm-hmm. like, that was something that was, like, in, partially in your control, you know? Like, the time you put in before kind of reflects... Usually, hopefully, it reflects, like, how you did on the other side. But, like, like different things that are just totally out of your control like this morning um one of my friends picked me up and we went we went for a run and then like her car was parked like over a tree yeah last night and like we come out to her car this morning and like a branch literally like fell off the tree like onto her car that's unfortunate and like the roof of her car was just shattered and i'm like oh "Oh my gosh like this is terrible like the windows is super cracked oh no there's like a dent in her car and she's like she's like absolutely bombing obviously but you know like these past these past couple years i've I've learned to just kind of uh, my grandpa's like really good at this just like kind of laughing those things off because, it's like yeah you can't like that is something that is just totally totally out of your control yeah, like dude. you you park there like you would know you can't you, do shit about it yeah you can't do shit 
So I was like, I don't know. It wasn't yeah. the greatest advice in the moment, you know. I was just like... It's mentally frustrating, but yeah. it's a good way to kind of, like, not make it as bad. But know? it's just like, that's tough. Like, it, it, like it is kind of funny because you're just like, eh. yeah. like there's nothing I can do bro, exactly, it's bro. It's just like taking that. For example, that guy parked in my spot the other day, and I was trying to figure out, like, oh, fuck. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, I can't control this dude getting in my spot. I just got to make the most of, like... If, yeah, if you, get, if you let that... Like, like, yeah. I was pissed. Like, yeah, I was yeah. pissed. But at the end of the day, it's like, I pay maybe 20 bucks at a lot, and then I just, you know, figure it out next time. Yeah, you do if, what you can. If, you know? if, if it happens again, hopefully it's during day hours, and I can just call Mullins and get yeah. that guy a ticket or something, or yeah. tell him and get him out of there. But hopefully it doesn't happen again. Yeah. I would, but... But, yeah, that that is that's one thing that I've been trying to work on, because I've said this in, like, previous episodes, but those, like, physical goals, like... I want to get stronger. Like, it's yeah. very easy. You, you said, I mean, I shouldn't say that. Like, it takes a lot of hard work, but, like, I guess the road to, like, getting stronger is pretty straightforward. Mm-hmm. Like, pretty you just go to the gym, yes. go through the motions, get a good lift in, figure out what's, what, like, what's good for you for building muscle type thing. Like, but, like, getting mentally stronger is just a whole nother... Animal, bro. Yeah, that I have, like... It's a whole nother animal. I, I think it's almost like a lifelong thing to try to like figure that out and I think like being meditative is a really good way to do that and just like recognizing when you want when you want the certain thoughts to pop in yeah. your head like a big thing for me like when I found like I'm getting too stressed or too nervous about something is like I'm oftentimes just taking myself way too seriously yes. I think people like shout out Scott Crawl Scott's um, roommates with Charles I don't know if you've met mm-hmm. Charles but um he was on my radio show this past week if you guys want to check out his episode but he summed up his episode we were just talking about like his internship at michigan and he's like we're just so we always close out the episode with like what's one thing to just like take away like what do you want the guests to take take away with this episode with and he was just like just don't be too seriously man don't like take yourself too seriously because Oftentimes, I think a lot of people Bro, in today's world just, like... Life isn't that serious. They're just, like... They look at themselves in such a serious way, and, like, I found this... The best cure to that is just, just like, laugh at everything. Yeah. I don't know. Like, some of the... Most... The majority of things, like, you don't yeah. need to be serious about, and, like... Just be calm and just laugh it off. Just be like, ha, huh, Yeah. It's, it's and just just serious. to know that you'll, like, get through it in the end. Yeah. Like... Just, like, your, your life is just so short in the grand scheme of, like, the universe. Like, I agree. You have probably, like, max 100 years on this planet. We will all like, die someday. Granted, it's a, kind of a far time, hopefully, for all of us. And It's weird, but, like, keeping that thought in the back of your head can be, like, really powerful. And, really, like, really rewarding. Like, getting yourself too. to, like, do things outside of your comfort zone yes. like that. Like, like find, find, is there a meaning for me to do this? Is it important to me? And then, like, if, the, if, if there the, yes, is, like, yeah. you don't want to have the feeling of regret. Like, you want to be able to minimize the amount of regret that you have in your life. And granted, we will all regret doing some things and also not doing some things. But the end, you just got to learn. And then when you die, hopefully you can um, appreciate what you've lived for and figure out, like, how I live my life, live my life the best. Yeah. And there's a lot of things that I want to grow in before I die and then I want to accomplish. And so I definitely don't want to die yet because I feel like I would miss out on so much. But, well, that's good. That's well, yes. Good, yeah. Yes, because there's so much more to life. And, and you can't compress... I mean, you can see people living their life and saying, like, man, we're doing amazing things. I'd love to be doing that. But just... It's still a process. Like, you you will get there. As long as you just have that vision and keep working towards it, 
you will go travel to you know Greece. I always want to go to Greece or oh, like really? Australia yeah. and all that. Australia, um, Alaska, they want to do that as well. Like Alaska. Granted, I haven't been there yet, but at some point, like at least in the next you know few years to you know decade, I do want to experience those things, and I see myself doing them. And it'll be hard to kind of schedule it, but I'm I'm, I'm gonna do it. I think I'm gonna do it, and it's just important to kind of just get that in your mind, and just send it. Sometimes you just got to send it, bro. Just got to send yeah. these things, your ideas, what you want to do, these goals. Um, even just, like, traveling, too, is very important to people and trying to see the world. And I feel like a lot of people should, if, if they have the money, if they have the time, if they have the schedule, go out and travel. Because that is something that I haven't done enough because I haven't even been outside the U.S. yet, but I've always wanted to. And um, I haven't had, like, you know, the time or, you know, college and kind of, it's hard to kind of afford a big trip like outside yeah. of the U.S. too. Even though I'm study abroad, it'd be cool, but didn't have like a ton of money to do that. But it's just at some point I will get there and I will have that experience and I will love it. So, but it's yeah, it's important that you have that goal yeah. in mind because yeah. if you have that goal, I'm 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 certain I know you well enough. Yeah, like you'll you'll find a way to get yeah. there. You know, once you get a steady job and get some funds going. Yeah. But, I, th- I think with the the whole thing of regret, I think it's important to never, like, regret your failures. Because I think oftentimes people do that, and then when another opportunity presents itself that may be out of your comfort zone, like, you're a little more hesitant to do it. True. Like, what if I fail? Dude. But it's like, on on Matt, Matt Blau's episode, this is a huge thing that he said. is really? like Learning to, like, embrace failure and just, like, instead of like regretting it like learn from it and really be like i did everything i could i failed like it's a bummer but like yeah you you have to fail to like really learn something i think you know like yeah people love to talk about the success story but like any like successful person however you want to define success is like that success story is really a summary of all the previous failures they've had you know like where something didn't pan out like instead of them giving up you know like they kept at it and not every not every successful person likes to talk about all those failures Mm -hmm. that led them up to that point but like anything else you know that's that's a part of dude i how you get to where you are that is some good matt blau advice i i always idolize matt blau a little bit because he is like not afraid of being his own skin he's yeah he's just like embracing who he is and yeah. trying to figure out that's a really hard yeah. thing to do i think yeah dude especially I, in today's age yeah you know? i saw him i saw him dj at liquid last friday and he just was going out he was enjoying himself having yeah. fun and i respect that so much and he just knows what he wants and he's just like doesn't care what people think just kind of goes out there he's chasing and does his own it, thing yeah. and chases after it having a good time and i i would like that about him yeah yeah that's sweet man um yeah i guess is there anything else you wanted to talk about we're we're all, we're we just like just hit the one hour and a half do we actually yeah. holy shit it's been an is hour that and crazy half. yeah damn that's crazy yeah i have to piss too <laughs> yeah. you want to just call it that yeah yeah we can key? call it yeah, yeah. we can call it all um, right well that was a great talk yeah podcasts successful donezo baby successful we got you on it was a pleasure it was a pleasure hoping to get you on some point maybe a future episode yeah um 
But yeah, yeah, it's good to have you on. Yeah. Thanks. Anytime, anytime. Thanks to everyone who tuned in this episode. Ryan's yeah. holding his bladder in him. He's got to go. Thanks, guys. So I'll let him go. I got to pee very badly. So Get the death up in. Thank you for listening. Of course. Have a good night. Good night. <laughs> <laughs>